Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. I just Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Cam Stewart and Aaron Sexton. Cam Stewart has left the building and uh, was is, uh, is traveling. I think he's on assignment today. Ward Whites is on hand. You hear him on press bo- on the Press Box Show with uh, Glenn Stretch Smith and Stephanie. And, uh, Ward, this is quite a scene out here at the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. Tonight's kind of the, the Super Bowl with a cell of champions. And uh, last year's cell brought in a million dollars, one million dollars for student college funds and future projects. This is a cool deal, and uh, the partners are now on the scene uh, I've known a lot of these guys for years now, and it's a group of men. They go around and they uh, they, they you know, grill a bunch of steaks, and they'll do, I don't know, 200 to 500 steaks this evening and baked potatoes, and they'll have them ready for the, uh, for the students. But uh, always a fun time out here at the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. Ward White's a man who spent a lot of time in Stephenville, and spent a lot of time in Burleson over the years. Ward was the, uh, did you ever make it to any livestock shows along the time? I know you had to go to some county fairs because that's a big deal And uh, over the years. But um, have you, uh, the li- a livestock show, have you attended a couple over the years? Oh, just a couple. I've attended <laughs> many, many livestock shows. And it's a great thing, I mean, for these kiddos to be able to, learn that responsibility of raising an animal and making sure that they stay healthy. And, look, it's not an easy job. They have to do it in the middle of winter when it's 20 degrees outside. Those animals still have to be fed. They have to take care of them and make sure that they do the right things with those animals. And then have the accomplishment of tonight with the grand cell is such a great thing for these youngsters. It teaches them the responsibility. It teaches them how to make advancements in life and just be uh, a part of something other than just going to class and doing things like that. You have this animal, whatever it may be, whether it's a, a, a heifer, whether it's a pig, a rabbit, whatever it might be, you're responsible for that animal, and yeah. I think it's a great thing. All right, Ward, you came up in a coaching family, and so you were usually had a whistle around your neck or, or you were playing some form of sports. You go out and you play football at Texas Tech, Lubbock, another place where they love a good uh, livestock <laughs> yes, show. Did you ever uh, care for an animal or or were part of uh, 4-H or, you know, uh, FFA or anything like that? Or is that, was that not your bag? Well, I, I just didn't have the time, to be honest with you. I had friends that were oh, yeah. in, in it and, and really big in on it. But, you know, I, I was so involved with the, the other sports of, yeah. you know, playing football, basketball, baseball and running track that it just didn't allow me to have the time that you have to devote because, again, you've got to devote a lot of time to these animals. 
you know, if you're driving around and you have one of those, uh, and make sure it's a big one, and you have one of those purple, what is that, kind of a purple hue, the FFA uh, jacket, the jacket, you know what I'm the talking about? Jacket. The corduroy jacket with mm-hmm. the patches. Yeah. If you with have one of those, I, I would like to borrow that today. If anybody has one, I just want to, I just feel like I would you. really fit in out here. If I was able to kind of wrap myself up in one of those uh, in one of those particular jackets, you think I could pull that off? Yeah, I think you could. I don't. I don't think there's any doubt that you could pull that off. <laughs> did Did you, being from where you were from and yeah. growing up in Kaufman and, and those yeah. opportunities, did you have the opportunities to do animals? I know you you were playing sports as well. Well, I uh, certainly. Um, was around folks that that were into that. I yeah. was uh, I was a sportsman, as you said, and played basketball in high school. Played uh, and and so I was a sports nut from from day one. But love going out to the. I mean, Kaufman was a rodeo town. Sure. And Kaufman, um, oh, the city. The, the you'd go out to the where the livestock show would be, or go out for one of those fairs. I mean, that was that was big doings, and so. I knew enough about it to know that I probably shouldn't get involved. <laughs> but I would, um, you know, I would, I would go to camp as a kid, and there would be, like, the barrel racing mm-hmm. and some things, and I'd have to go out and get a potato and go around the – and, and, and um, so I, you know, would wear boots. I got my boots on today, so I don't think I'll be confused for anybody that's – but I, I'm with you, man. The kids who's put all this time and the hours into, and then what's really cool is to what this goes to, and yes. the scholarships and the funds and all that. And then people like Alan Samuels and Ted Teague will be out here. Um, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of our people are involved in this. They just, they go crazy at these auctions. And I mean, that's, they really that's one spend of the fun, some big money. That's one of the fun yeah. things for you and I to sit back and watch. Not only does it help these kiddos, but watch them because uh, a lot of times these guys get a little competitive. On a night like tonight, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know what feeds that competitiveness, you know, but it just they just they, and and where we're sitting, Ward, uh, today is um, it's kind of cool to to look across. This is where the banquet, or this is kind of where all the food will be served and consumed. The partners, or which is a great group for McLennan County and and Waco area, they're local businessmen who have a group, and they go around doing events such as this, but this is a real big one for them. And so they will produce just an unbelievable amount of steaks and potatoes. And so all the kids that are showing, their families and everything, can partake, and it's a really neat opportunity. So the show barn, so some of this will happen just to my immediate right ward, and so uh, that will be where all the action is, and people will start making their way and, um, and, of course, the festivities, um, and that's going to be, let's see, Cell of Champions begins this evening at 6.30, okay? Pre-game on uh, ESPN <laughs> starts at 6. I should do a pre-game, just kind of like as, I, think as I see the animals, mm-hmm. kind of comment on them. Yeah. Just go, hey, beautiful-looking, uh, what, steer there or uh, <laughs> broiler. I mean, do, do, would you know the difference? Like in a heifer and, and, and yes. Okay. Yeah, I kind of could look and see some you, things. You could figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of know enough of the terminology to kind of get myself. And I, and I did go to some of those auctions where the guy would be up there, and I always thought, could I, 
is that something I could do? You know, 35, 45, 45, 45, and, and that was that was neat. But that's too much. Those guys are so good at that. Like I, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, because they gotta they gotta say the the price, but then kind of go back, and then they gotta kind of tie it all together. Right. But uh, I can remember attending. In fact, I'll tell you who was way into beef. Uh, it was Nolan Ryan. Yes. And so he had some unbelievable friend from my hometown. And so what was that? What's the cattle group called? Um, something Masters. Is it Beef Masters? Beef. Um, I think, that's I think something it's from London. <laughs> uh, I think that's. Those are some, I'm confusing a couple of things. But whatever that huge group is. Right. And, like, Nolan was way tied into that. Mm-hmm. My parents will be texting me here in a minute to remind me what all that's called. But, like, there was some famous, there was some huge cattleman, cattleman in, in Kaufman, and I want to say his name was, like, oh, Frank Gordon or something like that. Right. And it was, like, that was Nolan's buddy. And so it would be like, hey, Nolan's coming to town. There's a cattle sale and all that kind of stuff. And to this day, Nolan has the beef. He does, and it's very good. Nolan does a good job with that, and then um, I don't know if he does hot dogs. I w- I preferred, and I like that all fine, but like any time I could get the Earl Campbell sausage, that was a the hot link. The hot link. That's yeah. something I would go that direction. Okay, because it's out of my love of Earl, and I love Nolan too. But it was just something like, hey, and it probably doesn't support Earl anymore, but he's probably <laughs> sold that 30 years ago. But I always felt like if I'm supporting Earl. Yeah, you're doing a good thing. I'm doing the right thing. All right, lots coming up today. Scott Drew uh, and the Scott Drew show or the Scott Drew appearance. We can't call it a show. Um, he will, uh, he'll be dropping by, and that will happen coming up next. That's going to happen at about uh, 3.20. We will have Matt Lively from uh, used to be at Channel 6. Now Ward is with the Bay Area, mm-hmm. uh, like CBS News, and I know he's, I think, been on with you guys in the past. I love having Matt on. He's at the Super Bowl, and this is his first Super Bowl to get to cover. And, of course, to get to have a team in it, that just – it's like I think, especially young guys, they think, oh, my gosh, like this is going to be so much fun. And it is fun. But when you have a team in it, like the old Cowboys don't even remember that, right? But the old Cowboys reporters, that changes your – that week becomes an That's incredibly – yeah. yeah. And uh, and we've been to Radio Row and done all that and had some fun over the years. But uh, that will be cool. Matt Lively reporting live from the Super Bowl. Ward, do you have any um, thoughts as we get closer? I talked to a radio man on my way down, and he said, Matt, tell me that you're – that you're thinking the Chiefs are going to win. I've loaded up. And I said, you know, I didn't want to say anything, you know, because he's already spent all this money betting on the Chiefs. I just said, <laughs> my thought is I wouldn't bet against them, really. I, I don't I don't know if I would load up on them. i, I got to kind of look at the latest line, see where this thing's leaning and all. Um, I, I, I have a hard time ever, like, it's hard to bet against Mahomes. That said, there have been some weak and weird moments for this Chiefs team this year, and you wonder if that could rear its ugly head in this game. I Like, if I was betting on who had the overall better constructed team, I might go 49ers. Right. But if I'm betting on, like, and I, I love Kyle Shanahan, but the betting in a Super Bowl against Reed and Mahomes doesn't seem smart. 
that's kind of where I am heading into this one. Well, there's there's a couple of thoughts that I have on it is, look, I'm more or less going to take the best quarterback in the game. No matter what game it is, Super Bowl, conference championship, I'm going to take the best quarterback. And until somebody proves me different, right now Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback. So I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes anytime he lines up against anybody. The other thing that you just mentioned, they've been a little bit clunky throughout the season, but there's something to be said, too, about how they have turned that around and got a little bit of momentum going into this Super Bowl. I mean, for the first time ever, Pat Mahomes goes on the road. Well, he wins. Then he goes on the road again for the conference championship. Oh, and he wins. And so I, I, I think that they've got that momentum going right now in their direction. And I just, it's hard for me to go against the Chiefs right now. And hard for you to go against Taylor, right? I mean, when you really. <laughs> yeah, that makes a difference, too. What's the over-under that we'll see Taylor Swift it at the Super Bowl? It is the Matt Mosley show. <laughs> I, gotta, I it do is. That. Sorry. I want to do that throughout the show, actually. <laughs> I think, now there will be prop bets on that. So how long will, like, how many times will CBS show Taylor Swift and, I would say if you there'll be probably a pregame presence where they show her, but if you just I, I would if I were betting on that if I was just setting the over under and there's probably well you and Stretch were doing some prop bets yeah, earlier today was there a prop bet on that there was not there was not I, I would set the over under on six okay six that's fair would you take the over or the under on I'll that? I'll take the over the over on okay because I don't think they want to get completely carried away. But they know they have to do it. Another funny storyline and weird one has been this backlash that Romo has. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I don't think he's changed that much, but it's just some of these same things that everybody loved about him when he started, now they can't stand about them. Now, part of it's just social media, but in, in, in everybody's going to be say, say something negative. Like, there aren't. A lot of people today, and unfortunately, like yesterday when I was doing all this Gary Patterson, the traffic on Twitter and the text line and people were going crazy. But it's not like I get a lot of tweets. Mosley, you're just having a great show today. People aren't wired to do that, like to pass out compliments. Now, they may say, I hate what you just said. That's okay. But I do think Tony has become grading in some sense in that they think there's some weird, maybe fake enthusiasm. So this is what happens. You, you come out of the shoot, and he's a phenom. And then however many seasons we're in now, six or seven seasons in, now they hate him. Right. And I, I agree, and I see that too. But you're going to get more negative comments than you are positive comments yes. on any of the social media platforms. It's just the way it is. And if people can not chime in something positive they normally don't pot they don't do it yeah. yeah it's just not it's not how it's wired and it's unfortunate i don't think he's changed a whole lot i do think that sometimes for me for tony romo that he might get a little bit more uh over the top and try to be more entertaining because when he first started out he was explaining the game to somebody as if they were sitting there watching it maybe for the first time or just didn't understand the construction of a football game, and I really enjoyed 
him being able to do that. A little bit of chalk talk yeah. is what he kind of did before. And I think he's pushed away from that a little bit and trying to go over-the-top entertaining. But he still does a good job, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it's like anything. The the social media killed Witten. He couldn't avoid it. And, he, and, and, and Jason got killed, too, by the booth. They had a horrible booth. That they was had a awful Booger, team. and they had Joe Tessitore. And he got thrown in a really bad situation. But he also got crushed on social media. Romo arrived with a parlor trick. And, and and that was helpful to him. His trick was he could predict plays. And they even tracked it, like how often he was right. And when they tracked it, he was right about 68% of the time. So, I mean, he, he that, that was a nice trick that he had. Mm-hmm. But those tricks only last for so long, right. and, and that happens. Now, Bears getting ready to go to Fog Allen uh, Fieldhouse. Uh, Ward, that, you know, in your in your list of like bucket list things, would that be in there? Would that be on the list to see a game at Allen Fieldhouse? Would you enjoy that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you like college basketball as much as the next guy. Would that be up there? I mean, at least in the top maybe twenty. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Just the historic part of that and what you hear and what you see. I, I you know, and, and look, the program itself. Uh, it lends to that. So, yeah, that that's definitely on a bucket list to go up there and watch a game. And did you know that they've brought the James Naismith Bible, his, like, uh, favorite Bible or something, and that's going to be displayed at Foster Pavilion? How about that? I think they were that's talking. That's awesome. To, yeah, the other night. Uh, sorry about your Red Raiders the other night. The Bears had to take them down. <laughs> they, they played well. I, I knew something. I was down there pregame kind of going to say, go, you know, give – give our man a little hug before he went out, Grant McCaslin, who was on with us the other day, mm-hmm. and he was wearing a mask. And I thought, uh, he's been sick. Yeah. He didn't sound great on the air the other day, but uh, they they were sick and all that kind of stuff. But they, but that was a game effort. Oh, I, I, I thought it was quite it, an effort I, I by the Red Raiders. I thought both teams played very well, but the, the Bears really had that momentum going in, in late in the second half. And, look, in the Big 12, I – I, I don't think you can point at any team in the Big 12 and say they're going to win tonight no matter what. It's just that's the way the Big 12 is right now. I, it's very entertaining. It's the best conference yeah. in college basketball. I mean, the only time I ever thought Tech was going to for sure win in basketball is when they had Gerald Myers and Bubba Jennings. Bubba Jennings. Okay. <laughs> and then later they had Lance Hughes, the dunking white yeah. kid. <laughs> you remember it just like – he was unbelievable. That's a, that was his parlor trick. Didn't have a whole lot else. But he could he could leap. All right, unbelievable sponsors out here today. We'll be talking about them. Aim High Fence, Alamo Steel, Barnett Contracting, uh, CarQuest of Hewitt, Hopkins Oil Company, 185 Tire and Service, Logan Thomas, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, Point West Bank, West feeds wow i mean this is a great group uh of folks that are sponsoring this and partners of ours out here live from the mcclennan county junior livestock show we are now only about three hours away from this championship sale and uh, that's going to be huge and of course that is tonight at 6 30 the sale of champions this very evening ward thank you and thank uh, you just need you to stick around till about 6 o'clock, and we uh, will <laughs> appreciate that. Scott Drew stops by the Mosley Show, uh, the Baylor head men's basketball coach. That is next. This is, this is ESPN Central Texas. 
At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at Diamore Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds, and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. 
Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, live from the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. It is Scott Drew uh, with his uh, weekly appearance on the Mosley Show. And, uh, Scott, it's... uh, Man, it's uh, fun to be doing this, and uh, you're getting ready to, um, you know, head out to Kansas and and, uh, headed to Lawrence for this game. I mean, it has to feel, you know, after feeling a little bit going through that patch where you had those close games, uh, it's got to be a great feeling right now to get the three in a row, everybody feeling good. Uh, what is kind of the feeling around the team right now as as you head into this this big battle uh, against Kansas? Well, it is a lot better than when we lost three in a row, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, at the same time, uh, uh, we understand how tough this league is, and every game is a war, and uh, you gotta you got to give everything you can to uh, uh, put yourself in position to hopefully win one and two possession games because when you're in the best league in the country with the best coaches, best players, there's not a lot of separation. You know, I, if I know you, probably you didn't love like the last minute or so of that game because Tech kind of, you know, tried to kind of hang around. But for the most part, you did something in that game that, you know, in those losses you just referenced, that was the one thing. You didn't, you didn't always put the hammer down when you had a chance. And obviously part of that is when you're playing such quality competition. But that was kind of nice to see. You're in a you're in a you know tie. It's it's like a bunch of ties, but y'all kind of kept ahead, and then mm-hmm. boy, you hit them with one of those flurries, and that was reminiscent of some of the things y'all have done in the past. I, I would think as you looked at the film and watched that, 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 that I think that's been a good that was a good moment for the team in this season when y'all did that and pulled away and then put them in desperation mode is basically <laughs> what you did. When you, when you have a, a 12, 15 point lead with under 3.30 to go, four minutes to go, you got to, uh, like you said, you got to make sure that uh, it never gets to a one possession game. Now, it got to a two possession game. So we'll work on um, keeping it there or hopefully extending. But at the end of the day, um, there is no quit in any of these teams in the Big 12. And you make a run, they're going to make a run. Um, you got to be ready to answer their run and uh, with a run of your own. And, and with us, I think we've gotten to the point where um, we're able to string more uh, quality possessions together where probably earlier in the conference season, offensively, defensively, we were too sporadic. And a lot of that's because of one returning starter, a lot of new guys in the Big 12. It takes time to adjust to the – physicality, level of play, coaching, scouting reports, all that stuff that goes in there. And uh, with our team, the one thing we've said is we just want to keep getting better each and every day and peak at the end of the year. Um, Scott, can you you seem to indicate, uh, and I know you've talked to uh, local media this morning, you indicated that you know you just love Langston's toughness and that he would be okay. One question, is he fine uh, and good to go? And the next is, 
have you ever seen a man hop all the way off the court like that, uh, which was I mean, pretty <laughs> impressive from an athletic standpoint? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was working on the strength in that leg. So, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, um, again, Langston, uh, we never questioned his toughness unless it's, a uh, something that's really severe. Um, and there's, if it's ever up to him, um, he's got that old, uh, 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 throwback mentality. If I'm walking, I'm playing. So, um, it'll be a game time decision to see how, uh, effective he could be. But, uh, uh, as coaches, um, there's no doubt on what he'll want to do. All right. Game time decision with Lanks. You're talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley show. I, I wanted to ask you about Ray J. Um, he does some things you and I have talked about. I, I, he, he makes some passes and he does, he has some uncommon ability, even some of his, you know, in a big moment at game the other night, that, that one move he had, uh, and Toussaint's such a good player, such a strong dude, but that move he put on him was pretty special. I mean, that that was uh, that was Mostly highlight yes. real stuff. Mostly yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have uh, included a scoop at the end of that, but yeah, he was uh, he really. I mean, that was it's kind of amazing. How do you, Ray J? Is you have to ask him to do a lot. You've You've done the thing where you had several folks that could bring it up. You've had dedicated point guards over the years, Pierre, Kenny. You know, like, I don't sense that you have, when Ray J has to come out for a brief rest, it's like you don't have that quintessential backup point guard. How how do you kind of manage that? Because, you know, he's so important to you. Um, but you, but you also have to have situations where you know you can function without him. How have you tried to kind of manage your team and 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 get that to where it needs to be? Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost today, college basketball, NBA basketball, international basketball, basketball in general, um, it's not bound by positions. Everybody's big in positionless basketball. Everybody being able to shoot, dribble, pass. Um, we have multiple guys bring it up on uh, misses, uh, makes you'll have one or two guys just so you can get into what your offense is. But um, it, 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 it point guard can be done by committee where back in the day it was, this is the only guy who could dribble. Um, I mean, uh, um, so with that, uh, Jaden normally takes over and has done a, done a good job. Um, but uh, so many of our guys are more than capable to bring it up, initiate offense. And, and really once you, besides the bringing it up and in the initiating offense part of it, um, we have a numerous guys that play off ball screens that play in space. Um, so it, it, it's not, it, not an issue like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of remarkable to watch. And then the, uh, uh, I do also like, you know, for, Sometimes, you know, at the end of a, a half or end of a game even, especially into the half, you'll kind of ISO him up there. Um, mm-hmm. That was, and you've done it a couple times this year that I can remember, that's kind of a thing of beauty when he can kind of, you know, dribble and you get it down. And I would say, Scott, when you get that clean dunk to end a half, that, I didn't really ask you that after the game the other night. That was key, wasn't it? The fact that y'all were kind of down by five or six, fairly late 
in that first half, like with a minute or two to go, and yet you had a lead at the half. For some reason, to me, that felt a little demoralizing for Tech, and then obviously it gave you all tremendous confidence heading into the second half. Did I read that the right way? Yeah, it's amazing how uh, uh, all plays are such uh, momentum plays, but especially those right before halftime and right beginning the second half uh, can be critical. Um, and one thing about Greg uh, uh, Day that makes him uh, uh, such a great point guard is a lot of times when somebody's ISO'd, uh, they think they have to take the shot. And what's great about Ray J is if he has a shot, he'll take it. But at the same time, he's more than a willing passer. And often late shot clock situations, a point guard who passes is, is the most valuable point guard. All right, Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Um, Scott, what you, you love to kind of let some of your veterans talk about certain things, whether it be Langston, Bridges, whoever, um, when you have certain situations like beginning Big 12 play, for instance. Going into the fog is a different experience, and it's probably regarded as the, maybe the loudest place in the country. Hopefully hopefully, uh, um, Foster is going to catch up, and it seems to be on its way. What, what do you – how do you handle that? Like, do you let one of your players tell talk to the other players about the fog experience? Do you address that? What's the uh, – how do you kind of prepare these guys for that this type of environment? Well, whatever we do, um, we'll do as a staff, but players at the end of the day, they always talk with each other. And uh, for our players that have played up there, obviously they've shared their thoughts and opinions on uh, – uh, the fog, but uh, last I checked, none of their crowd has made any buckets, <laughs> had any assists or any rebounds. So um, they do impact uh, uh, the 13 people on the floor. I heard Kelvin Sampson say that, and that's a great way to state it. Um, but it, at the end of the day, uh, we're going to control what we can control. Uh, last eight meetings, Kansas four wins, Baylor four wins. Last four years, winning his Power Five program, Baylor, Kansas number two. Um, Big 12 titles, two and three. So um, we've had great games with them and uh, expect nothing less. All right. And what do you what do you see from this Kansas team? Kind of rare. Uh, I guess we've seen it in the past couple of seasons, or maybe a couple of seasons ago I can recall, that Kansas had a rare little lull in their season. But they, they did drop to six and four. You're sitting there at six and three. And, and really with a huge opportunity here. Um, what do you, what do you, what's the key going up against this Kansas team? Because, you know, what we've seen over the year is if they can get downhill and score in transition and get the crowd behind them, they can get on some runs. When y'all have had success there, you know, obviously the three ball's big. And, and, uh, and then, of course, your defense has been huge. What do you, what do you kind of, what, what have you seen from Kansas that, that jumps off the film? Well, well, um, they're a uh, tremendous passing team, and they do a great job in uh, uh, number one assist team in the nation. Um, and, and if they have opportunities to share and move it, uh, why they're such an effective two-point field goal shooting team is uh, uh, their passing ability. Um, at the same time, uh, our, our key is make sure we pass to our own guys because 
there is no defense for transition, and uh, you got to take care of the ball, like you said, because that gets a crowd going quicker than anything. The second thing after that is uh, uh, make sure that uh, um, we get quality shots so that we can have chances for uh, offensive rebounds. And then uh, uh, third with them, um, because they're an elite passing team, uh, we got to do a good job uh, uh, making sure we're there on the catch so we're not giving them closeouts to drive and uh, post-ups that, that lead to easy buckets. All right. And are, do you ever, much like, I mean, after a game like that where Misi has a couple of those thunderous and then the one off the dribble dunks that seem to energize the building and your players, do you do you go back and, like, immediately, I mean, those those are kind of the sports center type plays or dunks. Do you? Uh, how how fun! I mean, you have to go break those things down and watch the entire game. I'm sure, frame by frame. But do you ever get to almost experience it like a fan uh, in the moments or hours after the game to just kind of go, "Man, I'd like to see that! I'd like to see that dunk again." Yeah, it, the, the great thing is we see it every day because in practice we have several highlights from him and some of our other players that uh, you're always. I mean, first and foremost, you love the game. And it's great going to practice when you should get a chance to see plays like that every day. Um, but when they happen in the game uh, and the crowd gets to see them, uh, it's special for the crowd and obviously makes us awful proud because a lot of those things we work on, like Coach Brooks, Coach Peterson done a great job working with Eve on getting low and attacking the rim on his drive. And then when he gets a chance to do it in the game and not just in practice, uh, you're really excited for him. I think I saw some of Eve's. AAU um, former teammates at the game the other night. I saw, um, you know, standing out there. That was kind of neat. And AB and, and Tweedy were out there talking. But uh, uh, those are some fun moments kind of after after games. And, uh, I mean, Scott, even, you know, watching you leave the arena the other night in that coat, I mean, that is a quality Baylor coat that you had on. I trying to dress I like you, mostly trying to dress I, like you. I don't. I haven't found those over at the bookstore, the Baylor bookstore. But yeah, it looked like a, a very nice coat you had, Scott. I appreciate it. Um, uh, have a have safe travels uh, to to Lawrence, and uh, can't wait to watch. That's a five o'clock start tomorrow. Uh, I think game day is going to be in the house. All of that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's going to be a, a tremendous scene. There in uh, there at Kansas. Uh, good luck, and and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you, and uh, uh, thank you, Baylor fans. Appreciate you. All right, Scott Drew. There he is. His weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show NFL Blitz Package coming up next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. Baylor. Big 12 basketball on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks from Lawrence coming up this Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience 
specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painted Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from Textile. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Just like any good coach, we are recruiting new members. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union, offering personal signing bonuses like free reward checking, refunds on ATMs nationwide, direct deposit available up to two days early, and jumbo rate CDs. It's time to sign with the winner. Go online at firstcentralcu.com or try First Central's free mobile app. Member NCUA. Everything we do, it's true. We You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So that are sticking and cracks in your walls the foundation doctor will make a house call 
Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, project managers and estimators. Plus, they're offering summer internships. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, a $1 differential pay is offered for evening shifts. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefit plan, including medical, dental, vision, short- and long-term disability, life insurance, and 401K. Full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, taking you through the 3 o'clock hour. Thank you, Scott Drew, for that. Always fun to catch up with him. Get the latest on Langston Love. Ankle is um, a little iffy. Game time decision. We'll see if he uh, if he's able to, uh, to, to play through it, but a very, very tough guy, as uh, Scott noted, and um, I think it will end up being okay. If I had to predict, I think he'll play. All right, you hear the music. <clears throat> you know what this means. Headlines across the NFL, um, and we got all kinds of stuff involving the commanders. We, got, we, got, uh, we thought we were going to see Aaron Chip Kelly to um, – to the NFL, perhaps. He's now gone to a different place. And, uh, wow, lots going on. Where do we begin in today's NFL Blitz Package? We will start with the Cowboys, who finally have a defensive coordinator. It's a familiar name. Former Cowboys assistant and former Vikings head coach, Mike Zimmer. Zimmer will replace Dan Quinn, who left to become the Washington Commander's head coach. The 67-year-old was a Cowboys assistant from 1994 all the way to 2006, starting first as a defensive assistant, moving to defensive backs in 1995. The last year, Dallas won a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I this is a uh, this is a really uh, interesting uh, deal on you know the news uh, breaking that he's expected to be the guy. And uh, Tom Pelissero, I believe, had that first on NFL.com or NFL Network. But known Mike for a long time, um, he's going to be extremely thorough. He'll be extremely demanding. Um, he's Quinn was a player's coach in a different kind of way. Zimmer will chew on you a little bit more. Both have plenty of uh, emotion and, and all of that. But I, I think Zimmer at age sixty-seven, you know, has one last stint in him. I mean, I. I 
and he's dealt with a tremendous tragedy in his life, losing his wife, uh, losing his son Adam, who was uh, who was a great friend and a great guy. But that Zimmer has been through the ringer over the past uh, several years, and he almost lost the sight, as you'll remember, in one of his eyes. Um, I mean, he was he's really been through a lot, but. He's a cowboy through and through. He was a defensive assistant. He was a uh, uh, defensive backs coach. And then the Cowboys paid some money to get him not to go to Nebraska to be the head coach back circa 2000, oh, 2004, 2005. He had that opportunity to go do that. Um, with the Vikings, he was uh, about there for about seven seasons, 74, 59, and 1. And um, so, very interesting. And I'm sure, uh, Aaron, that uh, Stretch had some things to say because, of course, he was with the Cowboys organization around some of those times. Again, um, the first year, let's see, in 1995, the, the last year Dallas won a Super Bowl. And then, again, he was a coordinator there, 2006, and comes back with Bill Parcells or he stayed with Bill Parcells 2003-06. to Bill, at first, didn't know what to think, as I recall, because I was covering those teams. And, you know, Bill didn't love the fact that the Cowboys had these mighty might uh, linebackers. So Bill liked to run a 3-4, and they were running a 4-3 at the time. And so when Bill gets there in 2003, they got Dexter Coakley, and they got Dat Wynn. And, again, those did not fit what Bill Parcells wanted to do. But Zimmer made it work, and Parcells just fell in love with Zimmer because he was wired the same. He tried to beat Parcells to work. All these guys kind of, they, they, they think it's some badge of honor to get to work at 3.30 or 4 in the morning, and Zimmer was always beating Parcells to work. When Parcells would show up at 4.15, Zimmer would have already arrived at 3.45 in the morning. That is who we're dealing with. That is what we're talking about with Mike Zimmer as the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. I've texted him, congratulations. I'm excited. Aaron, it's kind of like old home week. Gary Patterson, uh, <laughs> now with Baylor. He's a Mosley guy. Yeah, and now Zimmer is an old friend, and now he's in town. Aaron, do we know where Cam Stewart is? Have we had any reports? The man who joined our show earlier this week. Any any reports from Cam Stewart today? Have you heard from him? There have been no Cam Stewart sightings or reports, I'm sorry to say. I think that thing I sent you where all the people were rushing into the Waste Management Open in Phoenix, I think he was in that crowd. He is there at the WM um, Open for some kind of bachelor party or something. I mean, this man is... Uh, is he at an age where people are getting married? Let's see, how old is he, 26? I guess so. I was 25 when I got married. My wife was 23. And now here we are, 25 years later, still still happily married. Um, at least, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, I would say that. I would, um, Aaron, it, so let's, uh, let's continue on. What else do we uh, have in the NFL Blitz Package? Cowboys defensive line coach Aiden Durday, who interviewed for the Cowboys defensive coordinator position, did not get it, but he did get a defensive coordinator position for 
the Seattle Seahawks under their new head coach, Mike McDonald. Third A, I mentioned, was the Dallas Cowboys offensive line coach for the past three seasons under Dan Quinn. He was one of four people interviewed for the Cowboys offensive coordinator job. Defensive, yeah. Defensive coordinator, excuse me. Seahawks coach Mike McDonald, the former Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator, said in his introductory news conference that he will initially call Seattle's defensive plays with the plan to eventually hand over those duties to a defensive coordinator when it, quote, becomes obvious that someone else is ready to go and we see it the same way. So, Durday won't be calling plays at the start, but should eventually next season. Interesting that they let him go. I mean, the Cowboys blocked somebody else. Uh, it was Al Harris, the secondary coach. Was uh, they? I think, uh, uh, you know, obviously the Commanders coach Dan Quinn wanted to take him, and they blocked him. The worst block I ever saw, Aaron, was because the the rule is if you're getting a promotion, like you you have to let him go become a head coach, mm-hmm. but you don't have to let him go to be a coordinator. But the thought is that you normally, if they've been like an O line coach and somebody wants to give them an offensive coordinator. It's kind of like an unwritten rule. You should let them go. You should let them go have the promotion. promotion. Parcells would not let my dear late friend Tony Sperano go with Sean Payton. And Sean Payton was going to make him the offensive coordinator, and his his pay was going to jump up to about a million dollars a year, which was enormous back then. And Bill said no. And, And it, boy, this led to some major anger on the part of Sperano. Sperano stayed and had to basically, uh, he called plays for the Cowboys the next season. They had an incredible season. And then by the next then the next year, he got hired to be the uh, head coach of, uh, of the uh, Miami Dolphins. But that was an incredible time, Aaron. All those Parcells staffers, um, let's see, you know, Todd Haley became the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I mean, almost all of them got head coach. I mean, it was really wild. The running backs coach became the coach at uh, uh, at um, oh the the well. Let's see. The running backs coach for the Cowboys became the Chargers head coach, and it was just play a coach after coach. As Zimmer was on some of those staffs, he would become the coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, it was really it. Todd Bowles, who is now the head coach at uh, the Bucks. He was the secondary coach back then under Parcells. So, like, almost every one of those guys became head coaches at some point. So that that Parcells tree, not all of them flourished, but I think you would have to say that Peyton has. I think Zimmer had some really good years, but uh, some really interesting stuff when you look back at some of those those coaching staffs. What else do you have, sir? The Falcons hired Raheem Morris to be their head coach last month, but franchise owner Arthur Blank. Wanted to make a few things clear today about the team's search and one candidate in that search in particular, former Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Blank, speaking for the first time since hiring Morris, said Belichick was never offered the Falcons job and that he also never asked for full control of player personnel or the goings-on in the team's Georgia headquarters. Belichick, the six-time Super Bowl-winning head coach of the Patriots, interviewed twice in person with the Falcons for the head coaching position before Morris was hired. Blank said, quote, I do want to make it 1,000% clear, want to go to 2,000% or 100,000, whatever percent you want to use. 
Bill Belichick never asked for, in our discussion, full control of personnel or of the building or anything of that nature. Boy, what this reeks of to me is somehow that kind of got out there and maybe there was some thought that that's why he didn't get a head coaching job, Mm -hmm. that maybe the demand to run everything and make every decision and kind of do like he was with the Patriots um, was off-putting to some of these teams. And to me, this smacks of Arthur Blank trying to clear something up on the behalf of Bill Belichick. Now, he's too big of a presence and too great and, and a fa- of a famous coach to go around begging people to act on his behalf, but something has been represented. To, you know, that, to me, that, that, uh, that only makes sense. That something, something got out there and Arthur Blank decided he needed to clear that up. Aaron, I want to get some more here, but I did want to mention, I thought that was interesting um, about, uh, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins being mentioned um, and, you know, about potential, uh, he says, he appeared on the show with Vikings receiver K.J. Osborne, who was also set for free agency this offseason. Cousins said, this is kind of our attitude. Um when it gets to February and March, now we kind of are passive. We hired an agent. The team has their role. Let's just see what happens. Cousins said he feels like he's a, quote, much better quarterback at 36 because of how much uh, how much his mental game has grown over the course of his career. And, uh, and, and he thinks because Brady and Breeze were able to play all those years. Aaron, if, if – uh, Cousins, do you think, like, are the Vikings at a point where, I mean, isn't that interesting? I feel like we get here fairly often with Cousins. But the answer always seems to be, yeah, we probably need to go keep going down the road with him. Because it's not like there's a bunch of other answers out there. Aaron, as we get ready to do free agency and and see kind of who's out there, never, a great quarterback never hits the market. It just doesn't happen. It kind of happened with Lamar Jackson. Everybody passed, and now he's won the MVP. He goes back and wins the MVP for the uh, for the Ravens. Do you? I mean, isn't it a little bit difficult for you to imagine somebody else starting for the Vikings next year other than Kirk Cousins? It is. It seems like he's been there. I mean, I think he's only been there about five years, but it seems like he's been there a decade. Yeah, it's kind of what that's kind of way I see it. Um. Yeah, that is uh, interesting. Aaron, did you have any more you wanted to hit? Especially as we, as we sprint toward the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just real quick, the NFL awards last night. Yeah. No surprise. Lamar Jackson easily the MVP. Dak Prescott finishes second, though. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey was uh, the AP Offensive Player of the Year. The comeback player of the year was Joe Flacco, who surprisingly to me edged out Demar Hamlin. For that award, and the Browns won every other award. Uh, the defensive yes, player of the year was Miles Garrett. Their coach was coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. Their GM was GM of the year, and I'm missing one. Oh, yeah, Joe Flacco, comeback player. Yeah, comeback player of the year, and they fired all his staffers. They fired everybody <laughs> yes. on the offensive staff. The offense got fired. Just rolled them out. Hey, even you, the assistant tight ends coach, get out of here. 
Get out, get out of here. Boy, I tell you, Aaron, the, the anticipation starting to build for this cell of champions out here. I mean, 6.30, we're getting closer. The partners, this group of Waco businessmen, wow, they've shown up out here. They're going to cook. They're going to grill and have about, we'll have about 300 ribeyes, three or 400 ribeyes. And they got their game face on. Their aprons are on and uh, got the caps on. Love, would love one of those partners ball caps. I wish I could wish I could somehow secure one of those things. But they do a great job, and uh, we are out here at the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. Uh, some great sponsors. Let me mention a few of them, and I'll do a few more of these later. Uh, 185 Tire and Service, Logan Thomas, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, Point West Bank, West Feeds. Everybody wants to be a part of this McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. And, of course, uh, oh, here in, a, here in a little bit we'll have a guest. At about 410, we're aiming to have a guest from one of our local FFAs. I put it out there, if you have one of those purple corduroy FFA jackets. I never got one of those. Uh, they're being in Kaufman County. Always thought those were pretty cool. Felt like the guys who wore those got a few more dates. If anybody has one of those uh, and could let me just wear that until 6 o'clock, I would like to put one of those on, and I really think I would fit in better out here at the showgrounds, out here at Extraco uh, Event Center on the backside here. And uh, we're doing our thing and getting ready for the Cell of Champions. That happens at uh, 6.30. Aaron, I did want to tell you, our man, uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, he was quoted earlier today. He just he, he says, I don't want to have any regrets as we get closer to uh, this, this, this huge game, the Super Bowl. I just want to do everything that makes sense in, to myself, that makes sense for our team. And when you do that, that's what I have found. No matter how hard something is or good something is, you always keep perspective of what it really is. If you want your perspective to be someone else's narrative, um, good luck being happy in life or successful. Aaron, words to live by. Let's not let anybody else control our narrative. All right? right. This is the narrative of the Mosley Show. I mean, let's, let's, not, let's just kind of do our own thing. And we can't be happy if we're if we're trying to live up to somebody else's standards. Aaron, we can't just live our lives based on what the text line wants us to act like, all right? Even though I do try, we do always love the text line. If you want to react, if you've got any more thoughts, I probably do have some more holdover thoughts. And we're going to have a guest coming up, and I'll be ready for that. But I've got more Gary Patterson thoughts. I mean, I've thought about it. I slept on it. He is in our midst He's going to live among us. He's going to rent a place down here, and he is going to be a consultant with the Baylor football staff. Gary Patterson. Uh, never thought I'd see the day, but it is happening, and I have more thoughts on that. And then, Aaron, let's just see if we hear from Cam Stewart. Really, I thought he had a good week with us, but, I mean, he has just vanished on us. Here on a Friday, his first week on the Matt Mosley Show is just nowhere to be found. We'll see if we can track him down at some point. All of that coming up next. This is, this is ESPN Central Texas. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. February is here, and so are the big savings during the President's Day sale at Allen Samuels in Waco. New inventory is out on the lot right now and ready for immediate delivery. Ram 1500 is the most luxurious and technologically advanced Ram 1500 ever. Looking for an SUV? Have your pick of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, and Renegade. Need a midsize truck to get the job done? Drive a new Jeep Gladiator. President's Day sale event is a winner at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish at Touffe. We're I-35 of the Brazos River Meat, the Brazos Landing, Waco. 
Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, coming to you live from the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair. And the sell of champions is this evening at 6.30. And uh, this is exciting. Aaron, I think you can feel the momentum building. Folks are showing up, the youngsters. There's a, there's a future FFA guy right there. And, uh, and we're getting ready to go. And, in fact, we're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood, I don't know, three or 400 ribeyes, baked potatoes, so all the kids showing and their parents and a lot of the families can come out here. And this goes to an incredible cause. Now, Aaron, we are now uh, joined by Kelsey Snyder. Uh, and she is the actual FFA advisor. And she's on the ground here. And I would imagine if she's here this early, she's, she's, got, some, she's got major ties. And so she's responsible for some of the things we're seeing out here. Kelsey, welcome to the Mosley Show. Thank Good to you. see you. Thank you. Are you, um, so some of your, your advice, Axtell. So how many folks from Axtell will be out here participating in the cell tonight? And what is Axtell's involvement in all this? All right. So we have three ag teachers. So I'm one of three. Gotcha. And we have 25 uh, kiddos that made the sale. So out of wow. the 215 lots, we've got 25 of them. So that's pretty good for a little 2A school. Uh, we just built a really nice ag barn, and so that has greatly benefited um, our kiddos. I think we have, uh, we did the math last night, but I could be wrong. I think we have 14 of the 25 of those animals were raised in our school barn. 14 of the 25, and that varies from, I mean, we're talking about pigs, turkeys. What are we, what are we got, showing? Uh, one of everything in the sale except for rabbits. We didn't have any rabbits make the sale, so we've got or steers. So we've got pigs, turkeys, chickens, sheep, and goats. Okay, and how did you get involved in being an ag teacher? I grew up with family that did. I can't say that I did, but I have people out from Salina, Pilot Point, that area, big FFA, 4-H, you know, all that kind of thing. And I'm from Kaufman County. Okay. That, we're big into all this. But what, what about what was your entree? into all this so i grew up in Riesel, just down the road in McLean we know where County, that is yes yeah. and um showed pigs turkeys and chickens um, when i graduated high school i thought i might want to be a vet so i went to a&m i took chemistry realized i didn't want to be a vet anymore <laughs> <laughs> so um i went to the next thing that i know best and so uh this is my eighth year teaching and i guess my seventh year in McLennan county i spent a couple of years at midway interesting now, did, did you find any of the kids interested in this type of thing in Midway? Absolutely, okay. yes. As well, and so there will probably even be some Midway yep. uh, kids involved and everything. What is all this, like, you've learned and your kids benefit from a lot of this and, of course, these huge sales and all, but when people are doing this and the bids get way up high, and you get a million dollars, which I think is what they did at last year's sale, which is just amazing, um, Tell me more, because I know student college funds are involved. Maybe there's some projects. When <clears throat> when I read the words future projects, walk us through what that would look like. What's a future project? So so I actually asked a kiddo last night. It was his mm-hmm. uh, first year to make the sale last year. And so I said, you know, what would you do with your money from last year? And he said, I put it into my animal for this year. He said, I had a little bit left over, but after buying the animal and the feed and the shavings and all the supplies, um, you know, most of it went towards my project for this year. So he's a a sophomore 
And he, I said, what are you going to do with your money for this year? He said, well, I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm going to, you know, he doesn't spend a whole lot of money on his animals, but he puts the work into it and the feed into it, and he, he gets into the sale. And that's, that's all that his goal is. Um, so he will just keep putting that money back into his future projects. He shows a goat year after year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, you know, in the end of it, I will keep all that money that I've saved year after year. And he wants to go to TSTC to be a diesel mechanic. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I bet they make some pretty good money. Right? More yeah. Than, more than this ag teacher, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Snyder, ag teacher out at Axtell. Used to go out to hang out at Axtell back in the day. I'm trying, trying to think if it was Axtell or Riesel. There was a farm out there, and after, like, a Baylor function or something, we would end up out there at Axtell. I think legally we didn't. It was somebody's, <laughs> somebody's land that uh, that we knew about. But uh, what what makes uh, – like, I, I think people that aren't or kind of with my backgrounds um, would would wonder when you show, like, a goat, per se, like you're talking about, like, what would make one stand out? Because, like, in my mind right now, the goats kind of have a similar look about about themselves. So, like, what, what would uh, make those go for more money or whatever? Well, um, the... The higher placing goats are going to have, you know, more muscle, more okay. more market characteristics. In the end, that's what we're looking for is to get these animals to the market and to the consumer. So we're looking for uh, characteristics and qualities that will increase those marketability um, things. So in my, you know, expertise, I guess, I'm more on the poultry side. Um, my teaching partners handle the pigs and the sheep and the goats. Um, and so for, you know, chicken, you're looking to get the biggest chicken possible. You have a chicken project for six weeks. Everybody gets them from the same place. Everybody pays the same price. And over those six weeks, you're seeing, you know, what kind of science of a feed mixture you can mm-hmm. give them to um, make them get as big as possible. Interesting. So not the muscle definition for the goat, maybe, but the chicken, you just need to get it really, uh, really big. So, like, what would a, what's the most a chicken would go for? Oh, goodness. Um, if you're showing a chicken and it looks like a big, nice, plump chicken. Well, I, I, th- I would say that our normal, like, grand champion chicken goes anywhere from three to $6,000. Um, and then, but Whoa. like last year, no sale, um, no sale lot went for under 1000 Okay. And at this sale of champions, like, what are the ages? Um, what, are we, what are we kind of working with? So um, a student can start showing in the third grade. So we're looking at anybody from the age of 8 to 9 to yeah. their senior year when they're, you know, up to 18 years old. Okay. Do you know Ted Teague? Have you ever met Ted? I do, yes. Okay. He, he seems to show up here with Absolutely. a lot of money and, and in his pocket and that kind of thing. Alan Samuels has been a huge supporter of this event over the years. So just make sure your kids are kind of – Maybe even like during the meal tonight that they kind of go up and shake his hand. Yes, yes, for sure. We are <laughs> greatly appreciative. To Ted. Well, and, uh, and isn't it cool, the, uh, the partners, as they put all this together, the ribeyes, the baked potatoes, that kind of sets the tone yes. for what I think will be a fun evening. Yes. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate it, Kelsey. It's great to, great to get to meet you and learn from you. And, um, and that's interesting. I mean, you're right out here, Riesel, Texas, and uh, – I was trying to think the other day, out Riesel direction, there used to be, when I was at Baylor, there was like a general store that you could get a cheeseburger. And it was like this great, and for some reason I'm having a hard time remembering the name of it. But anyway, it'll come to me. I've been, the last two days I've been thinking, but it's, it's, it's out that direction, either Axtell or Riesel. And people listening to us were Was it in a this. gas station? Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of? But just, it was kind of a cool... 
And we would go there, and it would be like kind of a – it was a great little place. I don't know if it's still out there. In fact, I think I've Googled it in the past. But anyway, this just makes me think of it when I, when I see someone from Axtell. All right, well, hey, good luck tonight. Thank to you, your students. You got 25? 25, yes. Wow, of the, what did you say, 115? 215. 215 mm-hmm. showing. I mean, that's a good percentage. We actually, I guess, have 26 because we had our Ag Mechanics Project make the sale, a fire pit. <clears throat> Ooh, that's yes. nice, yes. yeah. Is any other school challenge y'all for the most? Like, what's the what, what would be the, the next biggest competitor, um, would you say? I don't know. I hadn't looked at all the schools. I know um, just because I grew up from Riesel, so we looked at how many Riesel had in the sale, and I think they had, like, 32 or 33. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm surprised Riesel hadn't tried to recruit you back to town. <laughs> all right? One of their own. Kelsey, thank you. Thank I appreciate you. that. Uh, that's Kelsey Snyder joining us. On the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Axtell FFA advisor. And, boy, her group will be showing pretty much everything tonight. I think she said except maybe a steer, but they've got everything involved. Huge day out here. We'll tell you more about it, and uh, I need to get into this Gary Patterson. I do have more thoughts on it after a day to reflect. I have uh, visited with Gary Um, Let's talk about Gary Patterson coming to the Baylor Bears, and let's do that next. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive-through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5. 387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbirdbarbecue.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. 
and now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, project managers and estimators. Plus, they're offering summer internships. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, a $1 differential pay is offered for evening shifts. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefit plan, including medical, dental, vision, short- and long-term disability, life insurance, and 401K. Full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and it is the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show. And, uh, boy, folks are starting to really arrive out here. The partners are on hand, and, and I'm about to get into, I know I've been teasing this, I've got more to say about Gary Patterson making his way to Waco. And, boy, people, some people like it. Some people don't. That's okay. We can have a difference of opinion on these things. I personally like Gary. He comes on my show. Anybody that will come on my show, I like. But um, Ted Teague now has come on my show before, and he is a huge part, he and Alan Samuels, of this McLennan uh, McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. And, uh, Ted, welcome back to the Mosley Show. We uh, always love having you on, but at this particular event, I like to I like to pop you on here. And uh, this is a fun event. How are things coming together as the partners get ready? I know the bidders, and, boy, there will be a lot of people out here bidding. To, they love what you all do, putting these ribeyes and baked potatoes and all the all the good stuff. I think there are drinks available. How How is all that going? How's the process? No, it's good. I mean, we uh, came out here, started to get the fire going about an hour ago. Okay. And uh, we'll be putting the steaks on here in about 30 minutes. And uh, about 5 o'clock, we should be start serving some ribeye steaks. And, and these are not just regular ribeye steaks. These ribeye steaks are good. I mean, these are like something tender. that you would, oh, my God, they're so good and they're so tender. And we use Gary Vogel's uh, special seasoning that, that rub. he has, the oh. Moxie. Oh, the Moxie. The Moxie, yes. My and wife has asked me to get more of that. We we actually still use a lot of that, but we've gone through a whole big thing of it. But, uh, yeah, send Gary, send I him will, over here at some point. I will get you another big old jar of it, and it's yeah. so good. We use it at the house. And, uh, anyway, it's going to be fun. I mean, the partners, there's 50 of us here. And um, we've done a lot of events over the last, yeah. what, 25 years. And when we've fed, we can feed as many as like 500 people in about a 45-minute window. I mean, it's just amazing that the production that this these group of men do. Yeah, and, and by the way, the, the partners have been together for how long, would you say? Is this go, does this go back like 20, 30 years? What are we talking about? How yeah. long have the partners in it? This is a group. Of prominent businessmen in uh, in the in McLennan County, the Greater Waco area, 
That's the best way to describe it. And y'all go around doing some incredible things like you're doing today. Y'all got these trailers. You got all the great equipment. But how long, I mean, be my historian, how long has this group been together, would you say? I would have to defer to Aaron like you do. Aaron, uh, what would you say we would be? Uh, I would think somewhere in a, it, it's getting close to 30 years, okay? Okay. I mean, it's, we still have some of the inaugural members that are here. They've moved into the senior role, but they're still out here even though they're in the senior role. Yeah. And uh, they help out, and uh, it's, it's really a good, good time. Yeah, the senior role. How do you, do you tell them when there's time? To no, they tell us. A, they, they, a well, senior role. No, you you know who's a senior consultant now for the Baylor football staff? Did oh, you hear about I that? I did hear about that. I love that. I think. Are you okay with this? You know what? I mean, I love to hate him like everybody else did in Baylor. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I mean, I welcome that. I think that's fun. I, I think he's going to be a great counterbalance for Dave Aranda. I think that uh, you're going to have Coach Aranda, who is steadfast in everything that he says and does, and you're going to have Gary Patterson running up and down the, the field just turning flips. <laughs> Randa, I mean, this this is just – it's a wild scene. And you saw, Ted, I've just uh, – Coach Aller has secured one of these highly coveted partners' ball caps for me. And I – you know, generally I will not take anything free. You know that about me. I, I am steadfast against that. But th- for, for, for the partners, I will wear this and wear it proudly. Could you commission me for like a day? Could you welcome me into the partners group? Is that something you think that would be appropriate? Matt, I think we're going to have to vote on whether or not you get to keep that hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's different than yours a little bit. I think yours has a little more age on it. Talking about your cap, by the way. thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hey, real quick while I have you, I just saw an email come across and I would be, you're, you're a great partner of ours. You're a huge supporter of the station and, uh, boy, the Matt Mosley show in particular. Any, it was, man, some of that, some of those, I was reading some of the, some of the uh, things you have coming on the lot over at Allen Samuels and some of those trucks. Whoa. Uh, can you give us a little bit of a rundown real quick? Well, I want to start by saying, if you haven't been up and down Highway 6 lately or this better, week, yeah. you need to go up and down it because the construction is over. You're kidding. So we are having an over-construction sale at Allen Samuels Dodge. The, all oh. the road construction's done, finally, after, what, a year and a half, two years. So that's huge. And in honor of that, we've got 0% for 72 months on 2024 half-ton Lone Stars. Whoa. As well as we have some 2023 Laramie uh, Limiteds, 2023 yeah. Limited crew cabs that we, it's time for the, those to go away, and we're giving $15,000 off on those. And Are you allowed to do something like that? I they mean, don't you... really like it, but, you know, because you, you're forcing the market. But that's what we do at Allen Samuels Dodge. We force the market, <laughs> and we get people to hear things like this on the radio. Yeah. And they go home, and they talk to Mama and say, Honey, you never heard what – You ever, guess what I heard on the radio today. Would, would someone stay up there at the dealership if I wanted to make that purchase, like, before I drove home? 
tonight? What do you think? Would you know somebody what? meet me up there? We, we close at, at 7, but if you showed up at 6.55, we would stay there till you were done. Okay, and if that is wow. at 9 o'clock tonight, we would stay there. Wow. You just need to get there before, before I mean, I'm 7. A, I'm a very day. tough negotiator, so it, it could take until midnight. No, the deals I mean, would be so easy, man. Yeah. The deals would be so easy that you would just say, let me sign here before mm-hmm. you guys change your mind because I think you made a mistake. <laughs> a lot of people are intimidated by me, Ted. All right. I've heard uh, that. <laughs> thank you uh, for stopping by, and uh, good luck with the stakes. And, you know, 5 o'clock or a little after, I mean, you know, if y'all, if, if, if you, like, have one that doesn't look quite right, just kind of bring that one to me, okay? Just uh, just keep me in mind this evening. Ted, uh, I appreciate it, and this is a big night for all of us, but uh, McLennan County Junior Livestock Show last year, a million dollars. One million dollars was raised, and uh, pretty amazing for uh, uh, the student college funds and future projects. So I know Ted, this means a lot to you over the years. Have you? Could you put a figure on it for me? How much money you and uh, Alan Samuels have spent here over uh, over the last I don't know twenty years or so? Uh, probably, uh, probably like two point five million, I would say. <laughs> Um, I've been coming up here since 2010. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a, a very hefty amount of money. And then you had Mr. Samuels in the Chevy store that were, they were doing it since like 87, yeah. 88. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of money. And, you know, you'd be surprised in, in our service department, we got all these plaques of all these kids. And we don't normally take those down and replace them with the fresh ones because we like to see people come through to get their truck service and walk over and say, there's my picture when I was in the sixth grade. Wow. So, yeah, no, it's fun. It, it, we love this night. This is one of the biggest nights of the whole year for, for Alan Samuels Dodge and, and all these young people that are working hard to build their future. Now, so, when a when a goat or a chicken comes by, do you have an eye for this thing now? Do you kind of know exactly what you're looking for for these animals? You got a pretty keen eye, uh, or do you have help? No. Do you have advisors? No, not really. <laughs> not really. No, I would like to say I did, but you know what? I mean, it's all about the kids, and it's all uh-huh. about it's all about the parents and the kids and. You know, we like to support people that support us. Yes. And uh, I do have a number of uh, our good customers that have beat kids that have animals that are running, to, that are, are uh, going to be on the block tonight. And, yeah. And I'm going to pay special attention to those. Okay. Just remember, Axtell's has 25 kids out here. I think Riesel, like in the 30 range, 30 to 35, those two communities, extremely well representative represented and about 215 in all will be showing something this evening ted thank you always love seeing you out here and love your support of not only our station but these kids and i know this event means a lot to you one of your favorites of the year so thank you for stopping by all right matt thanks thanks guys all right there he goes Aaron, I could tell he wanted to hear from you a little bit. He kind of, Ted was kind of asking about you there. I, I meant to ask Ted, like, what he thought about, uh, what he thought about Cam's addition to the show. Ted likely has some opinion on that. And uh, I forgot to, I forgot to bring that up, but uh, I'm sure he loves it. I'm sure 
Uh, Aaron, any any uh, have, has Cam? Let me look at my text. You heard anything from Cam? Anything? Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got something. This looks like. Uh, yeah, he texted you know, about some online just, comment. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What is this? I was just. Uh, uh, oh. How many? <laughs> well, he yeah, he's showing us. And by the way, I retweeted his locked on Baylor deal last night. Aaron, he he needed he wanted he wanted me to appear on his podcast. I said that's fine, and and so finally, I had a bunch of stuff happen last night, including the food we had done like Uber Eats or something, and it had it didn't go well, and it was running late, and so I finally got ready to go, you know, spend some time with Cam on a podcast about Gary Patterson. And I even kind of spruced up a little bit, like took my cap off, had kind of a decent look going on. And and I get Cam on, I get on the stream, and I'm like, okay, jump on the stream here and let's let's do this. And Cam says, well, Matt, we're about to go to dinner. Uh, I, I don't think, why don't we do something next week? So Cam, Cam decided to go a different direction. Now, the, the Gary Patterson... And Aaron, I appreciated everybody. You read a lot of them yesterday. The pod, the the stuff I've received via Twitter is kind of remarkable. I mean, of all the stories we've had recently, <laughs> this one this one grabbed a lot of people. And I was trying to I was trying to find one that uh, oh that stood out to me. And I again, I put so many tweets about this yesterday. I don't know one of the tweets, Aaron. I just tweeted about the breaking news from Colt, and it ended up ended up with like twenty to thirty thousand views. So people were reacting and wanting to talk about this story, and our people were very active on Twitter and the text line. Now, if you want to if you want to reach out to us via text, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Again, that's two five four. 662 and I I think Aaron now the more I've looked at the tweets and looked at our feedback on the text line and feel free Aaron if we y'all want to weigh in on this Gary thing yay or nay or if you got mixed emotions let us know now even my buddies out here from the partners the friends of McLennan County even they they're all getting their Patterson jokes in the towel that he used to have, Aaron, and, and there was a young lady who carried the towel on the sideline. I have never had the heart when Gary comes on to even bring that up. And I don't know if I will next time. Right. But, but I, I, I have to at least acknowledge everybody's made the same joke. And, and that's fine. I, that's fine. People have fun and think of Gary in that way because Gary is extremely active as a coach. Now, I think Gary is going to be very supportive of Dave. I think some people wonder, well, if Dave gets off to a slow start or this thing goes a little sideways, you've got the perfect head coach right there ready to take over. Listen, if Dave was worried about that or if Baylor was worried about that or Mac was worried about how that looked, they would they would they would have said something. They would have jumped in there and said something. Now Aaron, every year this is the year, this is where I, I miss like a text or something like that, and, and like like somebody trying to get a hold of us. I'm just making sure Gary or Baylor doesn't have, you know, hasn't reached out to us wanting to put somebody on with us because I had made a major request earlier today. So I'm just looking at my 
my text right now. We're 437 into the show. It's 437, so we're well into the show. So I don't know who might show up later. We'll hear a little bit more from Scott Drew later in the program because our 5 o'clock hour, we, we, we churn it out, and we get this huge group that joins us in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll let you have a chance. Aaron, I, I just think that Gary, and I know this from having talked to him and had him on the show, he's going to manage this extremely well. If, if Matt Pallage and Christian Robinson and Kevin Curtis and whoever else is on that defensive staff, if they will just take this as an opportunity. Now, you can t- do it two different ways. You can either choose to feel threatened by Gary walking around, or you can choose not to, and you can soak up, soak up his knowledge. Gary is not here to try to take this job. But it is interesting. I understand why people think that, Aaron, because what did Gary just say on our show that did that, that everybody's still talking about? He said, I've got a coaching staff ready, and I'm ready to roll again. That could make some head coaches nervous to bring someone who still wants to be a head coach into the fold. Dave Aranda, from what I'm told, drove the bus on this. He wanted this. And and there's been some thought that, you know, they've been looking for the right, maybe older mentor-type coach for uh, a while now. And Gary ended up being the right guy. Let's also remember that Jarrett Anderson – is the tight ends coach. I also say that, Aaron, and I know that people have the reaction, why does he need this? Why can't Dave do this on his own? I get all that, but Aranda is going to call the plays, coach the inside linebackers, and be the head coach. And and it's a lot to ask for anyone, not, not, not the least of which is a guy who's two years removed from a great season, and now a, couple, a few months away from a disastrous season. And I, and I never try to brush past this. I never want to peep people to be listening to this old Baylor flagship. You know, they're just – I don't think anybody out there talked about how bad this thing was more than I did because you can't lie about it. It was horrible. But they've chosen to go this path and to let Dave have another shot at this thing. If they go 3-9 and nine again – I don't care if they're more competitive or whatever. He's gone. He'll be out. But if they can show improvement, maybe get it to 6 and 6, and and I think Gary can help as a resource in that. And I think it's going to be uh I, I think he'll again, if I know Gary, he will drive far out of his way to not even park in the coach's parking spot. He did that at UT. He parked down the street and did not even park in there with the main coaches. He tried to park down the street just to make sure no one got it wrong and no one thought that he was there to take anybody's job, make anybody look bad, all of that kind of stuff. So, anyway, I believe that if given the opportunity, he will uh, he will um, step in there and, and only act as a sounding board and not some kind of huge threat. Now, if you're someone who feels threatened by everybody, you're just probably going to be threatened, okay, no matter how he acts. Or no matter how many, no matter how he conducts himself. Listen, our our great partners out here, the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show, Aim High Fence, Alamo Steel, Barnett Contracting. Way to go, Mike! Uh, CarQuest of Hewitt, Hopkins Oil Company. I mean, to to name a few. There's more, and I'll get more into it. But um, just some incredible sponsors. Well, let's say them all. 185 Tire and Service, Logan Thomas. 
uh, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, Point West Bank, West Feeds. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this broadcast. This is a very important broadcast to us, and uh, and we thank you. Yesterday, 92.9 Shooter FM was out here. Uh, today, it's ESPN Central Texas. We love being with you out here at this McLennan County Junior Livestock Show, and we've already had a couple of officials out here, had Ted Teague, had Kelsey Snyder from our group out there in Axtell. She's an ag teacher and advisor to, to the group um, and just does an incredible job. So we're excited about the big sale tonight. Campus Confidential is next. Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks from Lawrence coming up this Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. 
The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 8080. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, we'll let you listen to a little more of the Scott Drew. We sampled some of it in the 3 o'clock hour, but uh, Scott Drew, it is his weekly appearance with us and some really good stuff about uh, Fog Allen, what it means to play there, um, uh, what's going on with Langston Love, all of that. Uh, again, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do, and thank you for sponsoring this segment, which, uh, in fact, the Baylor coaching staff, at least two members of the Baylor coaching staff have said they love this actual uh, segment more than anything we do. So that's always good to hear. Starting to pour in here to the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. We're out here live today. Come by and see us. And at 6.30 is the, uh, you can start doing some bidding. Um, Last year's sale, sale of champions, 6.30, Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. And we've had guests on throughout the day of folks associated with the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair. Aaron, what's on your mind today? I understand we've had some interesting developments in the college game. We have. The most interesting was UCLA, former UCLA coach, maybe not official yet, but UCLA coach Chip Kelly is expected to become the next offensive coordinator at Ohio State, according to Pete Thamel. UCLA announced that Kelly is departing the program and that a national search for a new head coach has begun, so it is official. Kelly is expected to replace Bill O'Brien, who is set to become head coach at Boston College today. And that official announcement also expected to come sometime this afternoon, if it hasn't already. But you have a head coach in the same conference going from head coach of a team to offensive coordinator. And you just, well, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it's extremely strange. It tells you how bad the situation was there at UCLA 
most of their fans are probably excited, although this is a weird time. I mean, you know, to, to go hire a head coach now, you're going to disrupt another program. That program's then going to have everybody hit the portal. The UCLA kids are all in the portal now that this is, the you know, and again, maybe some of them will be happy that Chip's gone. But you'll have a whole recruiting class that you've brought in. You just had National Signing Day, and now you're going to announce this. And those kids, every one of them should, and I think that's the rule. I think they'll be able to get out of their scholarships, but that's crazy. That's crazy to commit to a UCLA staff, have National Signing Day just within the last couple of days here, and and then and then flip and go take the Ohio State you know OC job. I mean, I kudos to Ohio State for pulling that off. I, I don't. Chip Kelly is an interesting guy. He's an innovative guy. He was good at Oregon. Has he ever been great anywhere else? He was mediocre um, at UCLA. He was mediocre with the Philadelphia Eagles. But once you get labeled as a genius, it's hard to it's hard to lose the genius <laughs> label. Okay, I wish somebody had labeled me that at some point. That did not happen. But that's ridiculous to 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 leave a school at this time and go take a job at Ohio State. The only reason this can happen is if UCLA probably was was ready for him to go, felt like they probably should have fired him, and so when this opportunity came along, they may have not tried to talk him out of this. That's that's my read on this thing. Hey, we probably were going to end up firing him after this next season anyway. Let's get an extra. Let's get a let's get a head start on it. Um, Aaron, have we seen any? Comments from anybody at UCLA on this story? Has any have you anybody from the Bruins said anything yet? I wonder if just that what, they're going to conduct a national search. That's basically the only thing you know who released. you know who likes him a lot. Chip Kelly is the UCLA legend Troy Aikman. Oh. I remember running into Troy and privately having a conversation and boy he really spoke up on his behalf and acted like he loved chip kelly that may have changed by now but i i don't know like well i'll say this aaron like how good a job is ucla lincoln left a great job in oklahoma to go to usc ucla is now going into the big 10 where it'll probably get its teeth knocked in is is UCLA a better coaching job than Washington? I think the answer is no right now, right? Because we just that Arizona coach just went to Washington. What is what is that even like? I mean, is UCLA even a better job right now? Would you prefer Aaron the the coaching job at Arizona or UCLA? What is the best co- What is the best coaching Ooh, job? I just, I think still UCLA, especially being in the Big Ten. I don't know. I think UCLA. But they're going to get killed. West Coast. At least Arizona you just be has able to a recruit shot. LA. Yeah. If you can't, then you shouldn't be out there yeah. anyway. So, if you can, though, you should be yeah. pretty successful. But when have they been great? I mean, Man, it's like very rarely. Chip. Who was the last good coach there at UCLA? I mean, Chip, I guess, had his moments. Did he ever win ten games? Did he win ten games once at UCLA? I know he won nine. I know one year he won nine. I don't know if he ever got to ten. 
I mean, nine, he was like coach of the year in the Pac-12 or something. Did he ever get to ten wins? I don't know. I I don't think it's a great job. And I, I, I understand what you're saying, and you would think being out in Southern California and people would like to go under better circumstances when he wasn't coming off a three and nine season, they would have tried to go after Dave Aranda. Um, because he's a West Coast guy, his name came up for USC, and before Kalen DeBoer got that Washington job, Washington was after Dave Aranda. They really were. They, they loved Dave Aranda. Uh, when, uh, and I guess that was after, whew, I don't know. I, I forget the timing on that. I don't know if it was after you, LSU won it all. Or after he won, he had that great season at Baylor in 2021, but they were at one point hot on Dave Aranda. But that I do find that interesting, Aaron. That I don't, I don't think they'll come after Aranda, especially based on what happened last season. I don't think Aranda would leave. I don't. I mean, I think he understands. But gosh, it'd be more security, wouldn't it? It'd be more security than what he has, because I think the Bears are. He is on a. When I mean it's this no no matter how you look at it, he is major hot seat guy. So UCLA needs I don't know who they'll get. I mean I don't, that's just not nobody's going to be breaking the down the doors to take that. <laughs> you know who would do it is the guy Baylor just hired. I don't think he's a West Coast guy. Don't think he wants that challenge. But I mean Patterson is a proven. Uh, he's a proven head coach who could have a staff ready to go in a heartbeat. But they'll probably go with somebody kind of out in that world that knows how to recruit that world. Aaron, what else do you have for us? Chip Kelly takes the offensive coordinator job at Ohio State, and it's only open because former Texans and Penn State head coach Bill O'Brien, who had agreed to become offensive coordinator at Ohio State, today instead agreed to become the head coach at Boston College. O'Brien, 54, best known for his stints, probably best known for his stints on the Patriots staff and for being the uh, head coach of the Penn State Nittany Lions for a few years. He takes over for Jeff Halfley, who left last week to become the defensive coordinator for the Packers. All right. I mean, I – man. I mean, this is all, uh, I mean, he's not, something I read, Aaron, it may have been the same thing you were reading, uh, it was like talking about how, like, hot a name or highly regarded he is, I don't, I mean, I don't really understand, there are just some people who always will land on their feet, (laughs) he seems to be, like, what he did with the Texans, especially toward the end, was embarrassing. And he set that franchise back. And so the fact that people now that's a tough job. There's only and what did they do what now what happened, Aaron? What did Halfley remind me what what did Halfley do? Why is that job open? Oh uh The Boston College job that O'Brien took. Yeah. Did um, he did he get I'm just trying to think because I thought they played and won in a they won a bowl game. Did he take a job somewhere? Um I was trying to think because he may have taken one of these coordinator or something jobs or gotten something. I'm trying to think where he might have gone because if you think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he left Packers. He left to be the uh, D.C. for uh, the Packers. That's it. That's it. Okay, so he left a head coaching job 
for that makes more sense, honestly, than going from a head coaching job in college football to another college football to a coordinator's position. I mean, what Halfley did, honestly, makes a lot more sense. Could could somebody win at Boston College? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it hadn't been done in a while. The best guy was a guy, Aaron, that our buddy Stretch coached with in the USFL. Yeah. Jeff Jagosinski. Ja- uh, yeah, Jagosinski. Jags, they called him. Remember we had him on one time, Aaron? Yeah, he... Um, he was good there, but you remember he he was flirting with an NFL head coaching job, and somebody was interested in him. Either that or the uh, Browns comes to mind. Yeah, one of those. You're right. and Or maybe Jets. Might have been Jets, actually, now that I think about it. he It looked like he might get the job, and the Boston College AD just said, you're done, you're done, and then Jagosinski didn't get the job. He didn't get the head coaching job at the NFL place. And so he just, I mean, it was a bad deal. I mean, he's been brought in as a consultant. He's been in the USFL. I mean, he's done some kind of cool things. But, man, his star was on the rise. And then, unfortunately, his star just disappeared. And that's why these things, timing is everything on these. Aaron, do you have one more? Yeah. uh, Another coordinator named uh, Deion Sanders rounded out his Colorado coaching staff by bringing in Robert Livingston as his defensive coordinator. Pat Shermer will still oversee the offense next year. Livingston has been tasked with shoring up a defense that surrendered 34.8 points a game in 2023. He spent the last eight seasons on the coaching staff with the Cincinnati Bengals, including the last six overseeing their safeties. Yeah, very uh, – yeah, very interesting. I, I – that, I, I love that. I love that uh, that last note there. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron there with the headlines of uh, Campus Confidential, and um, that is uh, that is it. We got to get into this five o'clock hour, Aaron. We are an hour and a half away from the sale of champions. Um, it is tonight at six thirty. Last year's sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. Some of the bidders, some of the folks are starting to look over what they can bid on, and a lot of those big-money bidders are going to go in here and eat some of these ribeyes and baked potatoes. And um, the, uh, well, it's just been, it's been a lot of fun to watch all this gang out here today putting this all together. And, uh, and uh, this, is, uh, this is really cool. And, in fact... The partners, they've been doing an incredible job. I've been kind of, uh, oh, indoctrinated in this group here, and uh, uh, and they were uh, they'll have, they'll be in there serving all these steaks and potatoes. So an incredible night out here, and thanks to our sponsors: Aim High Fence, Alamo Steel, Barnett Contracting, CarQuest of Hewitt, Hopkins Oil Company, 185 Tire and Service, Logan Thomas, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, Point West Bank, West Feeds. We appreciate it so much being part of our coverage out here. We had uh, Shooter FM out here yesterday, today, ESPN Central Texas. All right, we are going to let you hear a little bit of Scott Drew. I got to talk to him earlier this morning and uh, some major stuff to share with our 5 o'clock audience um, on the health of Langston Love and how do you go in 
to Fog Allen and pull out a win. If they do, they will be in first place in the Big 12 Conference. All of that coming up next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Buy new roads. Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? 
How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at D'Amori Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds, and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at D'Amori Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Live from the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show, it is Scott Drew uh, with his uh, weekly appearance on the Mosley Show. And, uh, Scott, it's, uh, man, it's, uh, it's fun to be doing this, and uh, you're getting ready to, um, you know, head out to Kansas and, and uh, headed to Lawrence for this game. I mean, it has to feel, you know, after feeling a little bit going through that, patch where you had those close games uh it's got to be a great feeling right now to get the three in a row everybody feeling good uh what is kind of the feeling around the team right now as, as you head into this, this big battle uh against kansas well it is a lot better than when we lost three in a row <laughs> that's for sure but uh, uh, at the same time uh, uh we understand how tough this league is and every game is a war and uh you got to you got to give everything you can to uh, uh, put yourself in position to hopefully win one and two possession games. Because when you're in the best league in the country with the best coaches, best players, there's not a lot of separation. You know, I, if I know you, probably you didn't love like the last minute or so of that game because Tech kind of you know tried to kind of hang around, but for the most part, you did something in that game that. You know, in those losses you just referenced, that was the one thing you didn't you didn't always put the hammer down when you had a chance. And obviously, part of that is when you're playing such quality competition. But that was kind of nice to see. You're in a you're in a you know tie. It's it's like a bunch of ties, but y'all kind of kept ahead. And then boy, you hit them with one of those flurries, and that was reminiscent of some of the things y'all have done in the past. I would think as you looked at the film and watched that, 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 that I think that's been a good. That was a good moment for the team in this season when y'all did that and pulled away and then put them in desperation mode is basically what you did. When you, when you have a, a 12, 15 point lead with under three thirty to go, four minutes to go, and you gotta, uh, like you said, you gotta make sure that uh, it never gets to a one possession game. Now it got to a two possession game, so. We'll work on um, keeping it there or hopefully extending. But at the end of the day, um, there is no quit in any of these teams in the Big 12. And you make a run, they're going to make a run. Um, you got to be ready to answer their run and uh, with a run of your own. And, and with us, I think we've gotten to the point where um, we're able to string more uh, quality possessions together where probably earlier in the conference season, offensively, defensively, we were too sporadic. And a lot of that's because of one returning starter, a lot of new guys in the Big 12. 
it takes time to adjust to the physicality level of play, coaching, scouting reports, all that stuff that goes in there. And uh, with our team, the one thing we've said is we just want to keep getting better each and every day and peak at the end of the year. Um, Scott, can you you seem to indicate, uh, and I know you've talked to uh, local media this morning, you indicated that you know you just love Langston's toughness and that he would be okay. One question, is he fine uh, and good to go? And the next is, have you ever seen a man – hop all the way off the court like that, uh, which was I mean, pretty <laughs> impressive from an athletic standpoint. Mm-hmm. He was working on the strength in that leg. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, um, again, Langston, uh, we never questioned his toughness unless it's a, uh, something that's really severe. Um, and there's, if it's ever up to him, um, he's got that old, uh, 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 throwback mentality if I'm walking I'm playing so um it'll be a game time decision to see how uh effective he could be but uh, uh as coaches um there's no doubt on what he'll want to do all right game time decision with Lanks you're talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley show I, I wanted to ask you about Ray J um he does some things you and I've talked about I I he he makes some passes, and he do, he has some uncommon ability. Even some of his, you know, in a big moment at game the other night, that that one move he had, uh, and Toussaint's such a good player, such a strong dude, but that move he put on him was pretty special. I mean that that was uh, that was Mostly highlight yes. real stuff. Mostly yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have uh, included a scoop at the end of that, but yeah, he was. Uh, he really, I mean, that was, it's kind of amazing. How do you, Ray J, is, you have to ask him to do a lot. You've, you've done the thing where you had several folks that could bring it up. You've had dedicated point guards over the years, Pierre, Kenny, you know, like I don't sense that you have, when Ray J has to come out for a brief rest, it's like you don't have that quintessential backup point guard. How, how do you kind of manage that? Because, you know he's so important to you, um, but you, but you also have to have situations where you know you can function without him. How have you tried to kind of manage your team and 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 get that to where it needs to be? Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost today, college basketball, NBA basketball, international basketball, basketball in general, um, it's not bound by positions. Everybody's big and positionless basketball, everybody being able to shoot, dribble, pass. Um, we have multiple guys bring it up on uh, misses, uh, makes you'll have one or two guys just so you can get into what your offense is. But um, it, 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 it point guard can be done by committee where back in the day it was, this is the only guy who could dribble. Um, Correct. I mean, uh, um, so with that, uh, Jaden normally takes over and has done a, done a good job. Um, but uh, so many of our guys are more than capable to bring it up, initiate offense. And, and really once you besides the bringing it up and in, in the initiating offense part of it, um, we have a numerous guys that play off ball screens that play in space. Um, so it, it, it's not, it, not an issue like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of remarkable to watch. And then the uh, – uh, I do also like, you know, for 
sometimes, you know, at the end of a, a half or end of a game even, especially into the half, you'll kind of ISO him up there. Um, mm-hmm. That was, and you've done it a couple times this year that I can remember, that's kind of a thing of beauty when he can kind of, you know, dribble and you get it down. And I would say, Scott, when you get that clean dunk to end a half, that, I didn't really ask you that after the game the other night. That was key, wasn't it? The fact that y'all were kind of down by five or six fairly late in that first half, like with a minute or two to go, and yet you had a lead at the half. For some reason, to me, that felt a little demoralizing for Tech, and then obviously it gave y'all tremendous confidence heading into the second half. Did I read that the right way? Yeah, it's amazing how uh, uh, all plays are such uh, momentum plays, but especially those right before halftime and right beginning the second half uh, can be critical. Um, And one thing about uh, uh, Ray J that makes him uh, uh, such a great point guard is a lot of times when somebody's ISO'd, uh, they think they have to take the shot. And what's great about Ray J is if he has a shot, he'll take it. But at the same time, he's more than a willing passer. And often late shot clock situations, a point guard who passes is, is the most valuable point guard. All right, Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Um, Scott, what you, you love to kind of let some of your veterans – talk about certain things, whether it be Langston, Bridges, whoever, um, when you have certain situations like beginning Big 12 play, for instance. Going into the fog is a different experience, and it's probably regarded as the, maybe the loudest place in the country. Hopefully hopefully, uh, um, Foster is going to catch up, and it seems to be on its way. What, what do you? How do you handle that? Like, Do you let one of your players – Tell, talk to the other players about the fog experience. Do you address that? What's the? Uh, how do you kind of prepare these guys for that? This type of environment. Well, whatever we do, um, we'll do as a staff. But players, at the end of the day, they always talk with each other. And uh, for our players that have played up there, obviously they've shared their thoughts and opinions on uh, uh, the fog, but. Uh, last I checked, none of their crowd has made any buckets, <laughs> had any assists or any rebounds. So um, they do impact uh, uh, the 13 people on the floor. I heard Kelvin Sampson say that, and that's a great way to state it. Um, but it, at the end of the day, uh, we're going to control what we can control. Uh, last eight meetings, Kansas four wins, Baylor four wins. Last four years, winning his Power 5 program, Baylor, Kansas number two. Um, Big 12 titles, two and three. So um, we've had great games with them and uh, expect nothing less. All right. And what do you what do you see from this Kansas team? Kind of rare. Uh, I guess we've seen it in a past couple of seasons, or maybe a couple of seasons ago I can recall, that Kansas had a rare little lull in their season. But they, they did drop to six and four. You're sitting there at six and three. And, and really with a huge opportunity here, um, what do you, what do you, what's the key going up against this Kansas team? Because, you know, what we've seen over the year is if they can get downhill and score in transition and get the crowd behind them, they can get on some runs. When y'all have had success there, you know, obviously the three ball's big. And, and, uh, and then, of course, your defense has been huge. What do you, 
What do you kind of what what have you seen from Kansas that that jumps off the film? Well, well, um, they're a tremendous passing team, and they do a great job in uh, uh, number one assist team in the nation. Um, and, and if they have opportunities to share and move it, uh, why they're such an effective two point field goal shooting team is uh, uh, their passing ability. Um, at the same time, uh, our our key is make sure we pass to our own guys because there is no defense for transition and uh, you got to take care of the ball like you said because that gets a crowd going quicker than anything the second thing after that is uh uh make sure that uh um we get quality shots so that we can have chances for uh offensive rebounds and then uh, uh third with them um because they're an elite passing team uh we got to do a good job uh, uh making sure we're there on the catch so we're not giving them closeouts to drive and uh, post-ups that, that lead to easy buckets. All right. And are, do you ever, much like, I mean, after a game like that where Misi has a couple of those thunderous and then the one off the dribble dunks that seem to energize the building and your players, do you do you go back and, like, immediately, I mean, those those are kind of the sports center type plays or dunks. Do you? Uh, how how fun! I mean, you have to go break those things down and watch the entire game. I'm sure, frame by frame. But do you ever get to almost experience it like a fan uh, in the moments or hours after the game to just kind of go, "Man, I'd like to see that! I'd like to see that dunk again." Yeah, it, the, the great thing is we see it every day because in practice we have several highlights from him and some of our other players that uh, you're always. I mean, first and foremost, you love the game. And it's great going to practice when you get a chance to see plays like that every day. Um, but when they happen in the game uh, and the crowd gets to see them, uh, it's special for the crowd and obviously makes us awful proud because a lot of those things we work on, like Coach Brooks, Coach Peterson done a great job working with Eve on getting low and attacking the rim on his drive. And then when he gets a chance to do it in the game and not just in practice, uh, you're really excited for him. I think I saw some of Eve's. AAU um, former teammates at the game the other night. I saw, um, you know, standing out there. That was kind of neat. And AB and, and Tweedy were out there talking. But uh, uh, those are some fun moments kind of after after games. And, uh, I mean, Scott, even, you know, watching you leave the arena the other night in that coat, I mean, that is a quality Baylor coat that you had on. I trying to dress I like you, mostly trying to dress I, like you. I don't. I haven't found those over at the bookstore, the Baylor bookstore. But yeah, it looked like a, a very nice coat you had, Scott. I appreciate it. Um, uh, have a have safe travels uh, to to Lawrence, and uh, can't wait to watch. That's a five o'clock start tomorrow. Uh, I think game day is going to be in the house. All of that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's going to be a, a tremendous scene. There in uh, there at Kansas. Uh, good luck, and and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you, and uh, uh, thank you, Baylor fans. Appreciate you. All right, Scott Drew. There he is. His weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show NFL Blitz Package coming up next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. Baylor Big Twelve Women's Basketball. 
on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor and West Virginia women's basketball Saturday from Foster Pavilion. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin, Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy to jewelry to plush animals to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills. Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at Diamore Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds, and free red roses. 
celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? You can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, live from the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair. We are now getting close to the sale of champions. Okay, we're about an hour away from that. Last year, the sale brought in a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. And um, it's been it's been great out here today, and they've been doing stuff all week. I mean, at the poultry show Wednesday, the rabbit show. Love a good morning rabbit show. About 8 a.m., I'd start my day with a rabbit show. Market swine show yesterday at 10 a.m., and then the youth fair judging. We had Shooter FM, 92.9 Shooter FM, out on the, uh, the property yesterday, and then today is ESPN Central Texas. They wanted to get a real – cowboy out here that's kind of in touch with the animals and understands all this kind of stuff and so um i was brought in uh today three to six cam stewart is a part of this show now but they did not feel like cam would be able to hold up his end of the bargain uh and did not know much about animals having grown up in the boston area (laughs) not a big ffa 4-h not not a big player up there but uh we've aaron sexton and i have enjoyed ourselves, and uh, let's go to Vegas where Matt Lively is standing by. I know Matt is a fan of anything having to do with a junior livestock show and youth fair. Um, He and I kind of dress the same. We're uh, the same in a lot of ways, except that he's more youthful than I am. Matt, how are you holding up? It's Friday of Super Bowl week. I've been enjoying your reports. Media day, you had some good interviews are you um, are you are you ready for the game now? Have you had some late evenings, or have you have you been able to catch up on your rest at all? No, I'm ready to get to the game, man. Hey, good to be here. I agree with you with what you said. Cam should not be on any live animal. Um, I'm ready to get to the game. Las Vegas is an interesting place to host a Super Bowl because there's a lot of distractions for uh, 
for the media, and I'm ready to get out of the casino and into the press box. Have you been okay with your accommodations there? I don't know if you're a Venetian guy or Caesar's Palace <laughs> or where you like to to go. Did you get to stay in the main media uh, casino hotel, or did you were you off brand? Were you off the strip? Where have you ended up? And did you see? Have you? you I should have told you to go down and see my my buddy Brent Musburger down at South Point. What a great sports book they have at South Point. That's where all the rodeo people stay when they come to town. All their horses and everything. They're at the South Point Casino and all that kind of stuff. Where have you spent most of your time? Most of my time, Media Hotel is the Luxor, it's the Pyramid, and Luxor. You know. To put it bluntly, you know, we're, we're, at the, we're at the end of the strip. We're at the end of the strip. Uh, the accommodations are fine. The media workplace, Radio Row, all that good stuff is at Mandalay Bay. So a, a brisk walk there where you don't even have to leave your hotel. Uh, I've been spending most of my time there. CBS is lucky enough to have a real nice set in front of the Bellagio Fountains. So I've been doing a lot from, from in front of there. Uh, and then we've got a compound outside the stadium with a nice little backdrop. So I've been bouncing around Vegas. I've been on the strip far too many times. I've basically lived in the underdwellings of Mandalay Bay where that media workroom is because you know how it is. On, on, on these weeks, you're just turning nonstop. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready to get some fresh air that isn't uh, cigarette smoke filled. I don't know how it is because the Cowboys haven't been since I was a college kid. <laughs> Since I was younger than you, and so I did not get to cover one. I have covered Super Bowls, okay, and been several, and spent time on Radio Row, but not covered my hometown team. I haven't gotten to do that. This is not exactly your hometown, but it is where you work, and um, and that's pretty cool. When you get to be in, in, uh, there with the CBS Sports Bay anchor reporter, Matt Lively, with us over there, you can follow him at, at Matt B. Lively, okay, on Twitter. He puts a lot of his stuff up there. And uh, what would you say, all the people you've talked to this week, um, it looks like one of the things you kind of enjoyed that you've pinned on Twitter is getting to talk with Brock Purdy's dad, Sean. We see him a lot during games, not as much as Taylor Swift. But um, <laughs> he's he seems like kind of a cool guy that – that you would you know you would fit in well with and, and enjoy probably he's probably about my age if you think about it uh, what um, what what was that like interviewing him and like how much is excitement is there with that Purdy family as the 49ers get ready to try to take down the Chiefs the best way for me to describe the Purdy family is your next door neighbors your your unassuming next door neighbors who are just down to earth good people and their son just happens to be the star of the San Francisco 49ers. He's, I mean, Sean Purdy, his dad, is as, as classy as they come. And uh, it, it, it's very nice talking to him whenever you get to see him. And they're an Arizona family. They, they grew up, uh, Brock grew up about 15 minutes away from So, uh, you know, I always respect that little aspect of it. But it was great to talk to him, and he's as humble as can be. And they're, just, they're excited. I mean, this, this isn't something they expected uh, he told me all he was hoping was that Brock was going to get a chance in the league. He got the chance. You know, unfortunately, injuries happen, and that's how Brock got catapulted into the starting spot, but he hasn't relinquished it since. I'm sure you did get some Cronkite school talk in there, some Arizona State. <laughs> you work that in, but uh, 
you know, Brock is, I, I think he's handled it well. There was the real weird question he got. I, I mean, just yeah, because of his haircut. And he, yeah, I know. And I don't even, I mean, it involves, uh, you know, the JFK assassination. I don't really want to go down that path, but it's a strange, especially me being from the Dallas area, it's a strange thing who he got did he handle it by the way was he able to joke about it or I, I i was it was so cringy to me i never i never even i i couldn't bear to look at the video was he was he good-natured about it or was he just did he just try to answer and get away from it it, it was quick it, it was a quick you know someone asked have you seen the comparison he said no and then they moved on it, it was a okay. weird thing to say I'll, I'll put it this way with the super bowl stuff Opening night is a you know bit of a circus. They let it's not meant for media is what is how I should put it. It's a night where characters and all these you know different sites and, and social media channels just come out and shove a phone in these guys' faces and ask them weird stuff and hope that it's going to go viral. Um, there's not a lot of thought put into the question, and it's more of a spectacle. So you're going to get some of those questions. It's all right, but. Uh, he handled it well. Uh, you know, I wouldn't expect anything other than that, but it, it was a weird thing. And you, you, I'm noticing that trend a lot during Super Bowl week. Uh, I, yeah. I think we've got to talk to the NFL about cracking down on some of these credentials is, is what's uh, been poignant to me. Yeah, I think you've run into some people on Radio Row we could, we could maybe say that about. Now, uh, the Blue Man Group, um, the Blue the what was it? Now, you were interviewing somebody from the Blue Man was that like somebody just being ridiculous or was it actually a member of like the show? I've not seen the Blue Man show in Vegas. Seems like that's a long running show. First of all, have you ever seen it? Second of all, like what was that interview like? What, what was that an actual Blue Man somebody from that uh, particular show in Vegas? Yeah, that was the legit the three man. There's three of them. And that was opening media night. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, I, yeah. at a point I realized, uh, well, I'm not going to get any real football content here. Let's pivot to something more fun. It was the three of them. They actually perform out of the hotel I'm staying in, which might tell you all you need to know about this spot. Um, it was interesting. You know, I knew they weren't going to talk to me, so I thought I want to just play into this. And it ended up being a pretty funny interview. But uh, that, <laughs> that's kind of been the just the week of like we're in Vegas and there's a lot of characters here, and so yeah, just embrace it embrace it and uh that's what we've done thus far well i've like i've enjoyed your coverage um you know i from a vegas standpoint from you know you're in vegas but you said the sharps are 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 betting the niners and they're kind of leaning that way you know it's hard to ever bet against the chiefs in this situation because they have so much experience and and you just feel cr- it feels crazy to bet against Mahomes. But if you can, if you can just kind of say, "Hey, both quarterbacks are good." Of course, nobody can say that, right? They want to knock Purdy, and then you want to lionize Mahomes. And I, I understand that. I understand that to a certain extent. Although, I mean, there was one point this year Purdy was in the MVP conversation, and and then. I'll sometimes look at, go back and look at some of the games or look at some of the tape this week, and some of the throws he makes are just incredible. It's not like, oh, we have bus driver, bus driver. But, again, it's like everybody suffers in comparison to Mahomes because he's Mr. Former Baseball Player, 
Mr. Off-Schedule Throw, all of that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I don't think this is going to come down to the quarterback. I, 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 I just sense, maybe I'm going to be wrong, but I don't think, I don't think Purdy's going to spit the bit. Like, they, the Chiefs may win because of Mahomes' greatness. No, don't, you know, that's fine. But I don't think the Niners are going to lose because Purdy's so young and inexperienced at this level, right? Because the last time they got close to this, he got hurt, and it, it just wasn't, it wasn't, you know, he didn't get there. So I, I, are you feeling like I'm feeling? Like I just, I, I would be really surprised if he comes out and plays poorly. In fact, I think, I think both pl- quarterbacks will play extremely well. I do too. I mean, this is going to be a who makes the final stop. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. The Niners' defense, which in the beginning of the year was elite, has fallen off entirely, and I trust their offense enough to be able to score on Kansas City, who does have right now an elite defense, but Isaiah Pacheco is a way more important player in this one than Patrick Mahomes. I think if the Chiefs run the ball well, that is what will separate them. You know Christian McCaffrey is going to run the ball well. I think it really is going to be, you know, can they get pressure to Mahomes? The defensive line has been really disappointing through the first two postseason games for the 49ers. So getting pressure on him, making him nervous, and just getting a couple of uh, uh, extra stops the turnover battle, I mean, it's all very generic stuff, but, like, that's truly what matters in this game because I agree. I think both guys are going to go for over 250 yards. I'm sure both of them throw for a pair of touchdowns. But to me, Isaiah Pacheco, if he runs it well, that's going to be the main difference in this game. Um, and, yeah, I was at the Westgate Sportsbook, and that, they were telling me there's there's already low six-figure bets on the 49ers. The Sharps are hammering them. Now, they do expect the number, which they're holding at two and a half. You can get it at two at other places. Um, they expect that number to come down a little bit closer to game time. The next 48 hours uh, are, are really vital to what that number is going to be at, at kickoff. But um, I'm with you. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, the, the difference he makes is on the final drive of a game. That's where, that's where I really think he stands out because you trust him to get down the field, get your team in a winning position. Uh, but Brock Purdy has shown that he can do the same thing in the last two games. So, I think they're very evenly matched, and I, I'm not stunned that the Chiefs are underdogs. Yeah, it, it seems weird, but I, I, I kind of, I kind of get it. Um, but this is going to be so much fun. Now, as we get closer to game time, what's the, what are the, like, who's, the, who's more represented? I would think Niners being closer to there would be helpful. Oh, yeah. But the Chiefs oh, yeah. have such a legion of fans. Now, you may see them come pouring into town tomorrow. But what's that Niners, what's the scene been like? And have the, have the Niners fans kind of owned the week to this point? I mean, hey, don't, don't doubt the, the, the faithful. They, uh, they, don't get, they don't get as much national credit as a fan base as I think they deserve. But they're, they're consistently top three in traveling fan bases uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's not even close right now from what I've seen, and it's probably the proximity to San Francisco. This is a much quicker flight, easier flight. A lot of people can even drive if they really wanted to. It's eight, nine hours. Uh, you don't have to buy the expensive flight, but uh, it's Niners, and I'd, I'd probably say for every one Chief fan I see, it, it's probably six Niner fans right now. A lot of Cowboy fans, by the way. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, and I'm kind of razzing them every time I see them. I'm like, is this tough? 
suffering you'd be out here. And a couple, one guy told me yesterday he bought a non-refundable, you know, hotel and flight out here uh, at the beginning of the season when he thought they were going to be really good. So yeah. thankfully he didn't buy a Super Bowl ticket, but he, he could not get his money back on the trip, so he decided to come out to Vegas anyways. To me, that's probably one of the most uninformed and dumbest uh, expenses you could have <laughs> would be to book a trip in advance for the cow- thinking the Cowboys might be there. Like, you've got nothing to base that on except hope and stupidity, all right, for the for the, for the that team to have been out in the wilderness for going on, I don't know, I try to update it every year. I think we're 28 years. I think the Cowboys 28 years since then. The 49er faithful, because um, I'm so tuned into the Cowboys and even the, even the great legend, you know, those legendary battles back in the 90s, even going back to the 80s. I was a kid then. I mean, I cried after one of those losses in the NFC title game at Candlestick. But, like, where did the 49er faithful come from? Like, that's, I guess, what they call the fan base. Do you know what that goes back to? Because as much as I've watched this team over the years, like, I swear this is the first time I've ever paid attention to that. And, I, and, and in the last two weeks, I've heard that more than ever. Is that is that something they've kind of always done? Like, or even going back to the Bill Walsh days? Right, this goes back to the Bill I mean, this goes back to the dynasty. When you, you've got Bill okay. Walsh and Montana and Rice and Ronnie Lott, faithful to the Bay. That is that is kind of a slogan. Faithful to the Bay. Forty Nine er faithful. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, listen. When you whenever you have success like that in the eighties and nineties, and it starts to click with a fan base, and then they have kids and they raise them as Niner fans. I think it's tough to to not have a really diehard loyal base. So I don't think this is anything new. I mean, in the in the two thousands, this franchise was. In disarray, they were really bad. Yeah. Uh, but since you know, Alex Smith kind of revived himself under Harbaugh, and then Kaepernick comes in, and then there was you know a down year here or there. But Shanahan and Lynch have completely reignited this thing, and uh, they're going to be a really good team for a really long time as long as those two guys are are at the helm. And so, no, baseball to the bay. I mean, that's that's nothing new, and I don't think it's going anywhere. Now, put your old. Baylor cap on for a second. All right, your old reporting for from Channel Six. Boy, the great reporting you did with Nikki Curtis, the whole gang there. Oh, did we have some times uh, over at Channel Ten? <laughs> Chris Williams. I mean, we just we were very close, and then you and Chris decided to leave me. Um, but Darby and Nicole and I and, and some of the others, Parker, Eric, we, we trudge on and have and, and still enjoy, enjoy ourselves, but do miss you. This Gary Patterson news mm. that broke, even even there at the Super Bowl, that had to, there had to be a bit of murmuring around there like, whoa, whoa, that's interesting. Gary Patterson, the most hated coach ever among Baylor fandom, for what happened between he and Bryles those years, and, and just the boy, you were not around when that thing was heightened. That was Matt. That was some some true hate between the two fan bases and the two head coaches. And lo and behold, Gary Patterson is going to be a senior consultant with the Bears. I mean, I, what was your? Was that kind of a spit take? Did you? Did you spit out your coffee? I mean, that, that one right there was a strange one. And um, I'm kind of, I think it's kind of fun, and uh, he can only help. I mean, I think he'll be a tremendous resource for Dave Aranda. But what was your immediate thought when you saw that? 
Well, here, here's the true story of how it went down. Mind you, we had the NBA trade deadline happening. Super yeah. Bowl's happening. Everyone's on edge for big news. I'm sitting in the media workroom, uh, you know, working on a package, and I pull up Twitter for a second to post something, and the first thing I see is a Photoshop image of Gary Patterson and Baylor attire. And I quickly search the name, find the report. Baylor's brought him on, and I oddly went, oh, my God. And, you know, you, you say, oh, my God, like that in a room full of journalists. Everyone's like, oh, what broke? What's happening? I go, Gary Patterson's going to Baylor. Murmurs. Murmurs. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think it was like, who's that? Um, so, so, you know, hey, I still, I'm still tapped in. I, I still care about what's going on in that community and, and, and what's going on with the Bears. But I, how, how crazy that Patterson's now at Baylor and there's a Bryles at TCU. It doesn't seem right. Even from someone who wasn't there during the hated years yeah. of uh, the Horned Frogs and the Bears, it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's it's strange, but I I think Dave Aranda, Matt, was driving the, the bus on this and pursued this and wanted this to happen. And um, I think all, people are already thinking, well, he could become the head coach. Well, I mean, mm. if, if things go well, he's not going to become the head coach. I mean, he, right. you know, if they if they turn things around and win, and again, Baylor, the expectations have now been put so low after last season that I think six or seven wins would be brilliant. And uh, you ought to take a peek at that schedule, though. I, I mean, there's one, I think there's one gimme, and and then everything else is just a mess. I mean, everything else is tough. Like, in your face, Air Force coming to you. Like, I, I don't want to see that Air Force game again. My gosh, that was the coldest night of my life, and I was in the press box. <laughs> You know, I, I had a painful shoulder break uh, that prevented me from covering that game. Sometimes mm. I'm thankful. Sometimes I'm yeah. thankful that that happened. I went through six weeks of, you know, disability, living at home, and I think I didn't have to cover the Air Force-Baylor bowl game in the Arctic temperatures of Arlington or wherever the heck that was. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this. Even if, you know, if Dave Aranda doesn't do well this year, they move on. I don't know if Gary Patterson is who you bring in to – I think you've got – at this day and age, I kind of think you got to go young in the college game. There's too many moving yeah. pieces. You, yeah. I mean, you've got someone who literally has to be so tuned in and tapped in and making sure that they're keeping their affairs in order. And it's like, I just don't know if Gary Patterson wants that responsibility at I – don't, I don't know how old he is, but I'm going to assume 60-plus. Yeah, he is. He is. This really does feel like ageism, and uh, and I I, I kind of <laughs> hate to see that kind of behavior. But your shoulder injury, by the way, too. I think uh, I think Ben Simmons came back quicker from his injury than you did from that shoulder. All right, Matt. Um, I uh, appreciate it. Have a tremendous uh, time at the Super Bowl, and uh, proud for you to be there. And thank you for being our representative in Vegas. Have a have a great one, sir. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you always. You're my guy. And I'm making sure, you know, on my, my press credential, they, they put CBS Bay Area slash the Matt Mosley show. So. <laughs> I like that. I think that's yeah. very appropriate. 
All right. Thank you, Matt. There he goes. Matt Lively, CBS, out there in the Bay Area. we got to say goodnight. Thank you to everybody at McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair. This has been awesome. Our great guest, Ted Teague, Kelsey Snyder. This is our great, our great sponsors. We've just been talking about them all afternoon. This has been incredible. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you after the Super Bowl on Monday. Good night, everybody. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, we'll look at tomorrow's full slate of games in the Big 12, highlighted by 13th-ranked Baylor at number four, Kansas 